Hey, hello, and welcome to another episode of Lamor Friday. I am Lamor Jessa. Um, it is always a privilege and honor to be here with you. And uh, as usual, how was your week? What did you do? What did you get up to? Um, was there any disappointing moment for you? Or it was just a beautiful, smooth week for you? Whatever it comes to be, I just need to know that God has you in his perfect plan all the way okay now to get on for the business for today we are going to pray and then we'll start to talk about it so dear heavenly father we thank you for an opportunity to love you to obey you to live according to your will according to your work according to your word we thank you for an opportunity to be your children and we ask oh lord that you teach us your truth you teach us the truth and you help us to obey you every day of our lives to your praise and glory in jesus everlasting name amen i pray for everyone listening that god will give you a special touch god will give you a special very special touch that you would know that it was god in jesus name okay today we're talking about dressing as it concerns a christian um the reason we're talking about it is because dressing, at least in my part of the world, it has a, a touchy approach to it, you know. So many people have different ideas or different um, judgments about it. How should a Christian dress? Now, let's do a little bit of flip back. Back in the day, uh, from the book of Deuteronomy, Numbers, we see when God was speaking to um, the Israelites through Moses and he was telling them how to dress, how to organize themselves. Okay? He would tell them not to cut their hair in a certain way. He will tell them to wear a certain kind of clothes, right? The reason God did that was so that whenever you see an Israelite, you would never mistake that this is an Israelite. You understand? For example, right now in our present day, you would always know um, somebody from the Arabs, okay? You always know one of these people because of the way they dress, all right? So it's about the same thing there. And you need to know that God is the first fashion designer. He was the first person who brought the idea of clothes. Even after um, Adam and Eve had covered themselves with leaves, leaves are things that die okay a leaf there is absolutely no way a leaf would have been able to cover their nakedness for five ten days so they would have had to be looking for things to cover themselves with every single day all right but when god asked them to leave the garden he skinned an animal and clothed them with that instead so god's idea of clothes actually came from him um i'm sorry clothes the idea of clothes actually came from god not man okay and we've um, just talked about god instructing the israelites to dress in a certain way forbidding them from dressing in a certain way and you know to ensure that their identity was sure they would be able to separate God's people from every other kind of person. Okay? 
But today we have the Christian faith with a lot of dressers in church. And it kind of raises, you know, our brows sometimes when we see some dressing that we know, we know, we cannot deceive ourselves. We know that these kind of dressing is um, inspired by the secular world or it's inspired by the world, the, the, the way we, we, we like to say it, okay? It's inspired by the world. It's not a Christian's way of dressing or it's not a godly way of dressing. Now, I'm not here to you know, punch at anything or anyone. I just want us to get this from the scripture, get the foundation of what our dressing should be like, okay? And then start to act according to it. In First Timothy 2, I think verse 9 or so, that's 7 or 9, it says that we should dress modestly and with good works. Okay, it's, it's, it's two verses. It's either 7 and 8 or 8 and 9. But it says we should dress modestly. So it means that the dress code for every Christian is modesty. It will never matter the kind of fabric you put on. It's the intention or the way you put on that fabric that determines whether or not you are a Christian. Okay? Now, there are so many things that I really want to hit with this topic that is really important. But let's first establish this fact. What is modesty to you? What is modesty? Modesty is basically modricy okay let's let's say it's synonymous to modricy it's not too much it's not flashy and flamboyant it's also not meager and poor it's just moderate and enough okay for us modesty should be covering the body because think about it what was the initial intention of clothes why did god give them clothes why did God give Adam and Eve clothes to wear with animal skin? Since man now knew he was naked and his first reaction to that knowledge was shame, was to cover himself because he was ashamed that he was naked, God needed to give him something suitable that would cover him well. Do you understand? So, the idea of the idea of clothes from the beginning was to cover ourselves. It was to cover our nakedness, just cover our shame. Okay? Just cover our shame. The moment Adam and Eve's eyes were open, they were ashamed. They realized that they were naked now. And now they're ashamed because they knew. Okay? So so whenever we're putting on clothes, okay. We are doing that to cover our body. Now, we are new creations in Christ. All things have passed away. All things have become new. We have now been, uh, we are now the temple of God. God dwells in this temple. As beautiful, okay, as beautiful as we are, we are not just human beings anymore as long as you receive christ as your lord and savior you are no more a mere human being you are now a temple where the holy spirit dwells in 
the, the spirit of holiness stays in our body the way you stay in a house. Do you understand? Now, he does not like filth. Even though the Holy Spirit is so dynamic in his work that he can stay in there and deal with it, but he does not support it. He does not um, uh, propagate it. And as such, he is always out to deal with us, to bring out the best out of us. Now, when you are standing as a temple, housing somebody that important to God and man, you must make sure that your consciousness is fixed on the fact that you are carrying somebody and that you are a living temple, a living, walking, breathing temple. Therefore, therefore, you cannot afford to misrepresent the person in the house. Do you get it? You cannot afford to misrepresent the person in the house. You cannot say that you are the holiness. I'm sorry, the spirit. What am I saying? You cannot say that you are the temple housing the holiness spirit. You cannot say you house the holiness spirit and dress as if he doesn't have an opinion as to how you should dress okay we 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 really need to get his mind about these things because it's important god still wants us to stand out there and from um surface analysis people can point and say this is a christian or this must be a christian okay God still wants us to to carry his glory in a way that it is so glaring. It is so glaring. It is so glaring that this is a Christian. So Christians, we do have a code of conduct. We do have a code of conduct for dressing. It is modesty. Cover. It is modesty. And we are kings and priests we cannot be dressing like beggars okay we cannot be dressing like beggars we cannot be dressing anyhow we don't just we don't have a a, a disposition to it we don't have an idea we, if i were just there <laughs> that that's not very correct okay because we start to confuse people the Bible says that the earnest expectation of the right of creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. That means that everybody out there is groaning, waiting, looking for the ideal Christian. If you've ever been in a conversation with someone who is probably not in the faith or probably someone who is new in the faith and struggling to understand certain things, when they ask you some questions, when they ask me some questions, I feel ashamed. I'm telling you because they're not asking questions from their, say, ignorance. They're actually asking from what they are seeing people do around them. And it's getting confusing. Like, is that how a Christian should behave? Do you understand? It doesn't exactly help their faith. It doesn't exactly help their faith when we behave in this certain way. Okay? When we don't represent Christ as they have 
imagined let me use that word they have imagined that christians should be like this or christianity should be like this and then they come into the church and they see it anyhow do you understand it particularly if they are coming from another um perspective it's there is always this struggle and not many people walk through it some people get through get right in the midst of it and just die and some you know some go back the bible says that if eating meat will cause your neighbor to fall then don't eat meat no meat is not bad but if you know that eating this meat or eating this food is going to make your neighbor fall for love's sake for god's sake don't eat it so sometimes in fact the moment you became a christian you lost yourself you lost your self-opinions you lost what you want to do or what i feel like doing what i want to do and what that i died okay it now how to be what pleases god what pleases my neighbor okay even though you please yourself too right so if dressing in a certain way which you are you have absolutely all the freedom in the world to dress that way we start to make people pull back like i don't think christianity is supposed to be like this you just have to do something about it okay you have all your clothes you have seven days of the week on sundays on on weekday services you may just want to dress differently so people come to church and they are like okay there's sanity if we are kings and priests we should dress like it we should look like it we should act like it. we should talk like it okay now there's another aspect to this dressing the one that christians tend to emulate worldly styles and and you know call it and uh, the trending what's trending right now what's trending trending hairstyles trending clothes the trending days and then by the time you want to talk about it the next thing is ah no no, no we are we're under grace we're not under the law it's true you're under grace you're not under the law but are you trying to tell me that god who in the beginning gave adam and eve clothes to wear doesn't have anything trending in heaven he doesn't have any styles trending in heaven that you had to go and copy satan's ideas and bring it to the church and force us to to accept you as you are because you are not under the law you are under grace there is something wrong there is something wrong and let me tell you what is wrong god made everybody beautiful okay god made everybody beautiful and there for everybody on this earth there is something that makes them beautiful for example growing up i used to be ugly let me just say my teenage i used to be ugly everybody told me i was ugly i believed it probably well first because they told me that and secondly because i i couldn't really see what was what you know what made me fine i wasn't uh i wasn't the typical girly girl I didn't even have all the pictures of a girl as such. I used to be a bloke and all that. And so I always saw myself as ugly. But the truth is, I did not know what made me beautiful. What God had given me that made makes me beautiful. One day 
I looked at myself and I realized that God did not create my face. I don't know about you, but my face for frowns. I'm telling you, I, frowning does not fit me. Even though sometimes it, it, it feels kind of cool just frowning at people and frowning at things. But no, there was a day I was walking down, like last week or, or so, I was walking down the street. I was frowning my face because of the intensity of the sun. And then the Holy Spirit said, why are you frowning? It was funny. It, he did it once, twice, three times. Like, why are you frowning? It's weird. The moment I realized that my face was actually made to smile and for smiles. And I started to smile. I started to laugh and joke. I have a lot of dimples on my face. I have dimples on my, under my eyes. I have side dimples. I have dimples on my cheek. Like, a lot. The moment I started to smile, I became beautiful. There is something in everybody that makes them beautiful. A lot of people are copying other people's beauty and it does not suit them. Do you understand? It's like it's like David wearing the Saul's armor and be just making sure, just being determined to make it fit him. It doesn't make sense actually, right? It does not. There is something God has given to each and every one of us that makes us beautiful. That makes us beautiful. There are people, irrespective of your color, okay, irrespective of the color of your skin, irrespective of the length of your hair, irrespective of where you stay and the conditions there, there is something God has given to every one of us that makes us beautiful. All right, and the moment we start to interact with these things and and bring them out and major ourselves in it, everybody will see that we really are, you no, know, we really are beautiful people. Okay, and when you start to see your beauty, you would never want to copy another person's beauty. So uniqueness isn't just in talent, gifts, and purpose. It's also in your beauty. The moment you start to see how beautiful you are, like no matter what I do, no matter how much food I eat, I never get fat. And I used to hate it. People called me a lot of names. They, they mocked me so much. And even to today, some people still make very nasty comments about my body. But unlike before, I don't feel bad anymore. Because I have come to understand that this is how God has created me. No matter what, this is just me. Okay? And now I start to appreciate my body. Okay, my legs are actually better in heels than they are on sandals. So I'll invest more in heels than that. You know, you would want to dress according to the way God has made you. And because it is His knowledge that is coming alive in you, the Holiness Spirit begins to... Um, direct you he begins to teach you how to bring that out and how to be comfortable in it so much that you don't want to be like anybody else do you understand so it starts with identifying how God has made you beautiful because he made everything beautiful he looked at everything he created and called it good you are good you don't need to copy any celebrity okay leave them to their thing you don't need to put on a tattoo leave them to their thing you don't have to 
you don't have to wear what they wear or expose your body to be attractive no you don't rebecca saw isaac she came down from the camel um the donkey was it the camel (laughs) and then she veiled herself she covered herself there's something to that there is there is something to that there is something to that you just need to know okay you just need to know what makes you beautiful and be willing to shield it be willing to use it yet veil it you understand when 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 people have secrets okay secrets to how their face is glowing and secrets to they don't just go out sharing it if it's really a secret you know uh, this besides youtubers and all that they don't just go out selling it or telling people about it you say well it's just how i am no no there are things that they do maybe they drink more water or not or maybe they sleep early and wake up early maybe they do a lot of meditation there's something that they do okay that makes them that so you find your own something because it's in you there is nothing god has for you or your life that he placed outside of you okay what you need to succeed is not hidden under a tree it is inside you what you need to see yourself as that beauty that god had to die for okay it's right inside of you but you need to open your eyes and you need to open your understanding and grasp it okay you don't need to copy the secular world and bring it to the christian faith as if we don't have a stand we don't have a say when it comes to dressing forget it everybody has their work with god okay i am talking to you i'm talking to you listen to me right now i'm talking to you in particular don't copy nobody don't go after nobody dress modestly honor this body that has now become the temple of god that the holy spirit dwells in let him teach you how to dress like a king and like a priest that you are and no you don't have to have a million clothes in your in your drawer in your wardrobe in your closet one is enough for him to start to change your mind with to change your eyes to to change your approach okay and i i'll, I'll say this one more thing okay uh probably i think it was maybe last month or so i have a friend who's also a writer and she not just a writer a christian writer and she put up a post one day and i'm like oh my god i'm so guilty of this she said uh herself and her friend or her sister they just came back from a weekday evening service okay not sunday service weekday evening service and they were dressed so beautifully well you know the way you would dress on a sunday you know what i'm talking about <laughs> i know that and and someone saw them like where are you coming from and they're like we're coming from church ah weekday service and you dress like even wore shoe ah, ah. <laughs> i said i'm going to church like i'm going to meet daddy so why should i dress anyhow and 
and she started you know throwing some blows from very small small blows but it got to me weekday services is like a big a big a big a big you know we just wear anything we get we have anything we find just put it on and go wear um trouser and slippers wear face cap <laughs> just <laughs> t-shirt and go but on sunday we know we will put on the makeup we'll dress well beautiful gown heels and all that when since when did you <laughs> oh my god since when did we have to have a dressing for sunday church and then a dressing for week weekday services was the emphasis of our dressing the day of the week like some people like to dress very corporately and neat on Mondays and on a Friday on Friday they want you to know that they are tired and they can't wait to go home because it is Friday. Did you understand? Like a big a big a big just let me do today's work and go home and enjoy my weekend. You get it? So when did we start doing this? It's 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 something that we really need to sit down and and rearrange. After reading that, I repented. I, th- I, th- I believe the following Wednesday when I went to church, I dressed very well. Like, I dressed the way I would dress on the Sunday. Very well. Wore sandals. Uh, did my hair real good. It's not like I don't do my hair real good anyway, but there was this conscious effort this time around. And, and I went to church. When I came back, I think I stopped to buy something for my mom. And the person selling it, looked at me okay, i wore a wig normally i would wig is for sundays <laughs> but i wore a wig that day and she was looking at me like where are you coming from <laughs> i thought i went to church oh, you're looking so good though yeah that's good that's good and i felt happy within me i felt that joy within me but that is how it's supposed to be when you are going to church you are not just going to the building to sit on your favorite seat and you know listen to the pastors preach you are going there to see god you are going there to meet with the king who is also your father okay and and if you have honor for your earthly father then you should have greater honor for your heavenly father in malachi 2 or so i don't want to he said if i'm your father where is my honor Okay, if I'm your father, where's my fear? Where's my where's my fear? Where's my dread? So that means that even in this matter, we need to adjust. We need to sit up. A, a banker won't wear trash to work. He won't he won't dress anyhow. A doctor won't dress anyhow to work. Okay, you you'd you know you dress very well behind your shirt corporately put on your tie put on your suit it's not because he's the bank <laughs> you get it they wouldn't dress anyhow but when it comes to church we just throw all of that away and are shouting we're under grace we're under grace see grace is not a license to be stupid it's not a license to misbehave grace is an empowerment to live according to the dictates of god such that the laws that jesus has for us or the things that jesus had because yes you are still under a law it's called the law of the spirit romans chapter 8 
okay it's called the law of the spirit it's also a law but this time around we have grace to help us obey the laws that's the difference between the laws of moses and then the grace that came by jesus christ so that whatever he asks us to do we would have the power to do it and do it well okay so don't go about chanting i'm under grace and not that the law that you are just misbehaving you don't want to improve on yourself you don't want to be a better person a better christian you don't want to just do anything you just want to be a spoon-fed child of god it's not the best because you start to discourage other people who are trying to be serious <laughs> who are trying to know christ who are trying to know him be him be like him and all of that and all of that so promise me that you're going to repent from today you are going to dress well wherever you are you are going to honor the body that god has given to you this temple that you carry it's a big deal okay it's a big deal 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 they don't sell skin in the market so don't go about putting your hands for tattoo and all that you need to take care of this body so you need to take care of the skin that god has given you because you will give account to it we're going to tell god how well we took care of this body okay i'm going to tell god how well we took care of this body so let's not get to that stage and we'll start speaking english let's be able to say i i kept you know this one you know it's your property for now you are the caretaker the steward of the flesh the blood the bones that god has given to us dress properly dress appropriately dress like the child of god okay god is a big deal okay he's a big deal you know let it reflect in the way you dress okay you don't you don't have to dress corporately you can dress casually and still represent god just make sure that you don't do it as if there is no laid down principle for dressing you understand that's that's the crux of the matter okay it's as if we don't have any laid down principle as if the bible doesn't say anything about our dressing so anytime people talk about this thing they will go to the old testament because that's the only one that was glaring but you know in timothy paul told him that the women dress modestly and with good works okay dress well and let's see the works because jesus said by their fruit we shall know them that's the dispensation we are in now where it's beyond what we wear it's what we do so wear something good first and then do well okay god bless you for listening thank you so much for your love thank you so much jesus for being with us and teaching us thank you for your faithfulness to us we bless and glorify your holy name in jesus name as many who would love to give their life to christ just say lord i believe you lord i want you lord i need you Please forgive me and accept me and you will be my God and my Savior forever and ever. Amen. I love you so much. Thank you so much for listening. Take care of yourself. Have a beautiful weekend. Please be in church and dress well when you get to church. And let the Holy Spirit work with you. Okay, because Daddy has so many sons. But let the Holy Spirit work with you. Work with you. Work with you. Okay? God bless you. I love you. Have a beautiful night rest. Bye.